0: Lovers, welcome to the Big Love Energy Podcast. Today is our first episode, and we are going to keep it short and sweet today. Just a little bit of an introduction into what we're about. When I say where, it's me, <laughs> Jesse Lou. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about. Um, Big love energy, why we've started the podcast, what I want from it, my expectations. We uh, talk about some of the guests that will be appearing. And then I go straight into one of our weekly segments, Love Letters, where I get to chat to you guys through questions that you've asked through our Instagram question box. And it's, yeah, the crux of today's episode, just to get us going. And um, we'll go from there. Um, I'm so excited to talk to you all and talk to our guests and get real and raw and have fun on the Big Love Energy podcast. Let's get into it. So Big Love Energy, Uh, you guys would know that last year I had a range of clothing and it had Big Love Energy sprawled across it. I love seeing you guys in it Um, and it just was so fitting um I actually my studio is next door to Sunnydale Studios and um was we we call them like the the car park chats where we sort of hang out the front as we come into the into the into our offices and um one afternoon I was chatting with the guys at Sunnydale and they were like hey don't you reckon like you could have a podcast like based off your whole vibe. Like we see you every day. We know like through your business like there's a certain, you know, vibe in terms of, you, you know, this, you're one way for the for the business and then um, as we know you is like this big love energy vibe. Why don't you, you know, show that to people and, and let's get this podcast happening. And for me like it's just a dream come true because um, whilst I am a focus boss arch <laughs> most of the time um, I had this uh, real quite clowny loopy side that um, I've been dying to share um, and so that's how this came about we were like let's just bring that energy to a potty talking about Um, real life stuff Um, and we've got like some amazing segments like planned for this whole thing um, that will be a lot of fun for you guys um, to get involved and our guests we've got amazing guests including my bestie of over 20 years Brooke Evers the amazing DJ model mum, like just powerhouse she's just divine and we're going to talk all things from the past um talk about what she's going through now as a mum, and just our friendship and and yeah delve deep as well so that's going to be fun and then my beautiful friend emily jade o'keefe um who some of you might know from oh What doesn't she do? She's like mainly on radio, Hot Tomato, um, but also a musical superstar as of late, um, which is just insane. And just talk about her journey through life um, more recently and just the juggle and um, also get down and dirty with some fun stuff as well. Um, And then, of course, my amazing psychologist, Monique Harding, who is just, oh my gosh, if you don't follow the relatable therapist on Instagram, you have to. She, um, literally turned everything around for me in the way that you know going through that really hard time through my um, transformation over the last two years really had such an impact on my mindset and how I looked at things and we're going to talk about the real like science behind how you get through day by day shitty times Um, and it quite often isn't as scary as it, you know, may seem like it is quite simple. It can be quite simple. Um, and it can be as, you know, for me personally, like it took not as many sessions with her that I thought it would to get out of the rut I was in. Um, and I just, you know, it can be so scary approaching, um, something as you know, as full on as, as therapy, but, um, i Yeah, for me I'm just I'm the biggest advocate for it now because I'm just like so grateful that um I was able to go to those deep dark places in order to come out the other side and and I, I want that for anyone who's going through that hard time as well. So I'm so excited to have her on and um and just chat about um yeah, step by step, day by day, what you can do when you're going through a hard time. Love letters. Love Letters. This is the part where we get you guys involved. Each week we will put up a questions box on our Big Love Energy podcast Instagram page um, and you can get involved by popping in your questions and myself and whichever guests I'll have on that week. We will do our best to answer them with love um, and realness and just like we're having a girly and man chat about all things um, real and life and yeah, the juice. So yeah, I'll do my best to answer the ones that have come through from two weeks ago. We put up this question box last week. We did record an episode. Some of you might've seen on my Instagram that I was so sick (laughs) and we tried to um, Yeah, record that episode and after listening back, we were like made the call that we would push it back a week. So yeah, these questions are from two weeks ago. So thank you for everyone who sent a question in. Um, The first question is... Who is on your guest wish list for the podcast? I have actually gone to answer this three times. Um, and each time I talk to the producers and say, I just, my answer is really boring because you would think it'd be someone as like fabulous as Beyonce. And I'd love to say that. But to be honest, like my idols are Glennon Doyle and Oprah. So <laughs> they're both easily over 50. Um, but I think both super interesting. Like I, I'm I love women I love I love championing women but like I don't really you know I'm not a huge like I don't religiously follow anyone on Instagram or or delve too far into that um yeah that world of like really like I'm so just in my world at the minute um that I just sort of lean on those you know I love Glennon's potty um we Can do hard things, and obviously, her book Untamed changed my life. Um, so when I'm yeah, when I'm seeking inspiration and, and trying to find a voice to listen to, um, I often lean on her podcast. Um, and so yeah, I would she would be an absolute dream. And apart from that, um, I listen to music and um, yeah, just sort of cons- like stay in my own lane, really. But um, so I my, my top two guests would be Oprah, um, funny story. When I used to commute to Brisbane in my job before Louis Lux, I was working in events and um, driving to Brisbane every day, um, stuck in that M1 crazy traffic. And uh, one of my girlfriends who I used to commute with and carpool with, she was like, you know, I was coming to the end of that job because I was really starting to think, like, I was like, I need to do something more me, more creative. I'm losing my mind doing this commute, trying to race back and pick up Jace before school pickup. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, you should definitely do like you're so creative um, with your cooking and your inspo stuff. Like I was already like nine years ago started like I am who I am. um, So I was already like that back then. She's And I was like, yeah, like literally my dream is to be like a mix of like Donna Hay and Oprah. and she wrote to me not long ago um you know eight years down the track and I'd forgotten about it but she wrote to me and said do you remember what you said in the car that time that you wanted to you know go forth and be like Donna Donna Hay and Oprah you're doing it mate like look at your page like you're cooking and you're sharing like wisdom and and real life shit and you you're on your way um and, it, yeah, so when I talked to the producers about that whole vibe, we sort of coined this term Dopra, <laughs> which I kind of – I'm not mad about. I like that. Um, so, yeah, I think um, having someone like Oprah, Glennon Doyle, Glennon Doyle um, and, and getting down and dope with them would be my dream. So next question, what are you most excited about for this podcast? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I am so excited that finally, I'm going to have a voice and a platform that truly reflects everything that I'm about, that I've been through, where I'm free to be me, um, I've only felt free the last year and a bit um, as I yeah, went through everything that I did um, coming out the other side. So I'm super excited to just be me on this potty um, and not hold back. You know, this is the first episode. I hope you can forgive me for my nerves, but I definitely feel as time will go on that we're going to have a lot of fun and I'm excited for that. I'm all about fun. Um, The next question, what started your creativity? Lovely question. For me, uh, it's always been a part of who I am as a child growing up in a turbulent um, household and it's not the episode to go into that today but we will touch on that in future episodes, Um, those moments where I really lent on art to sort of get me through hard times and that just became a constant in my life. Every time I was going through something rough or or sticky, I would turn to art in the form in any form of expression, whether it be dance or or poetry or um, just getting lost in music. Um, I'd always find ways to express myself, and I've not stopped really. Um, yeah. So, my favorite quote of all time. Um, is by Meryl Streep and she um, voiced it in her Oscar, Oscar speech. I can't remember what year it was. it was. It wasn't too long ago but she said, take your broken heart, make it into art. And for me I just went, oh my goodness, that's that's where it's at and I um, can't relate anymore. It's what I do and so, yeah, creativity for me just comes in those moments where I'm just feeling the feels or I've done like an epic workout and I'm like, I love life so much or I am just, you know, sad and I. it's my form of journaling. It's like literally my life on paper. Um, so that's why it, you know, holds such a special place in my heart and so through my business when people connect through it that way and say that, you know, a certain poem I've written or a piece of art that I've done or a tattoo I've created means the world, it is a full full circle thing for me. So I never want to stop doing it. And I'm very grateful to, to live a creative life. Okay, next question. What was your biggest aha moment when working on your mindset and personal growth? Okay, aha moments. That's a I feel that's an Oprah term. So this is good. Um, thanks for this question. Um Aha moment, definitely working with Monique. Um, in those early stages of, you know, the last two years, we went deep into inner child work. And that for me was a game changer. I just needed to give that little girl a massive, big hug and just take the reins from her. And that for me was just a turning point. Um, and I'm, yeah, it gives me shivers. Like I wrote a poem about it, obviously. But in terms of just, um, being able to say to that little girl and you do talk like when you do this sort of work you talk to that child and just say you know what you're you've been scared for so long but you are grown now and I've got you and I'm strong and we've been through all these things together and you don't need to be scared anymore and that for me was just like oh hallelujah let's go (laughs) let's move on um so yeah I think that and just I went and saw a psychic and that sounds super woo woo, but I swear to goodness, all that stuff matters because when you're reaching out for little signs and guides that you're on the right path, when you've made such a big decision in life, you you do, you just like some, like give me a sign that I am on the right track and yeah all those things, those little bits of healing and um, taking the steps to, you know, go after your overall health and goodness, like in in many facets, they all count. So in terms of like my personal growth and mindset, like it was all the things, it was all the little things and it was the little rituals and every day um, that, yeah, just all added up. But if you're going through it, I think yeah, I, I'm a, I say this all the time in my stories. It's just like every, all those little things add up, rituals count. Um, so, yeah, to answer your question, my biggest aha moment was definitely that inner child work and then a, just a general collection of other things that helped me along the way. Um, yeah, next question. These are great. Thank you for sending these through. <laughs> um, how did you find the courage to start again with young children? Yeah, courage. Um, It was scary. Um, I definitely think that I, you know, I intuitively sort of went, you know, even though I was feeling feelings of like restlessness long before I did anything about it, um, I did I was sensitive to the boy's age, ages, (laughs) and I just – you know, you, when you're going through, you know, something as significant as a separation um, and leading up to it, you know, you're having all, you know, there's so many thoughts. It just doesn't happen overnight. There's a lot that goes on. And then for me it was just the t- I had to just trust the timing and, and for me I really knew that I was, it wasn't just, you know, my relationship. I did feel a massive shift within me personally because I was going through, all this stuff of like wanting to grow. I wanted to move past the rut that I was in and it was within my relationship. It was within knowing that I had this greater calling with my business that I just wanted to take it to the next level and it all sort of led and pointed to the time that Rafi would be starting school, my youngest. Um, I don't think I've touched on that today. Yet, but for those who are new, I do have two boys. Jace, he's 15 and Rafi is seven and they are everything. Um, but yeah, my, my, you know, I really looked at the timing of, you know, my youngest starting school and went, that's go time. And so for me, I, I, you know, took that step at that time Went right, I'm doing this now going out on my own and it was scary. So yeah, it does take a lot of courage but for me there was no other real option. I was just at that point in my life where I had to go forward and grow um, and for me it was on my own with my kids. Like that was the best thing for me um, and every day since then has been, you know, one step. It's not like being rapid growth every day but it's constantly, it's just moving forward. I'm not one... I just you know, having been through what I've been through and and seeing life the way that I do, I'm not one for sort of sitting still. Um, I get very restless, so for me, I just want to grow every day and um I've been able to do that since going out my own um on my terms, and it um the fear is overridden by the pride every day because I get to you know. I'm doing what I want to do and so that's beautiful. Um yeah, that's that question. <laughs> I don't want don't want to get too deep first episode. Save that save those gems for later on. Um how to keep your heart open after divorce. Oh my goodness. I just said I didn't want to get too deep. Um okay, so for me, I I'm always one to be open. I'm the most hopeful person you'll ever meet you got to be when you've um yeah been in the trenches more times than you can count on one hand so for me it's always being about open and being hopeful that love and beauty and light exists in every day and it's all i've like all i've ever wanted um really and so for me it was i don't think i was ever really closed um i've just been wanting um to live a life full of love so yeah i ha- yeah i think that's why i'm such a like i'm such a love i'm a lover <laughs> that's as literally my whole like it's all tattooed all over me i've got it tattooed twice on my on my arm so i think to answer your question though f- you know, how to keep your heart open after divorce in a general sense if you aren't just a hopeless romantic (laughs) life lover like I am. Um, That's, I think, you've, you know, you've got to follow your intuition. Like if you do feel like being close, then be close. Like do what you need to do in order to, Grow and move forward at your pace, um, and you'll know when you're ready to be open to love, um, and open to just connecting with people again. And just do the things that um, make you light up and make you happy, and focus on yourself. And before you know what, you'll actually attract, um, you know, like-minded people that want the best for you and see you happy and. Um, living your best life and you don't need to do it for anyone else. You just need to do it for you and you'll just, before you know it, you'll, you'll be open. Um, without even knowing. So that's my little tidbit on that. Um, That's it for the questions. I liked them. Thank you so much. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing what comes through on our question box each week. Um, We'll do our best to answer as many as possible. Okay, that brings us to the end of our first episode of Big Love Energy. Thank you so much. I hope you loved it. I feel like I've got a really good feeling about all that's ahead so I'm so excited to get into next week's episode but before we can get there we've got to wrap it up with our segment which we will finish every week by being a Monday episode we thought it'd be nice to part with some words of wisdom in a little segment we like to call words to live your week by words to live your week by it'll be sometimes my poetry or just some words that I just got to share with you in in hopes that it you know brightens your week or gives you something to sort of channel if you're facing a tough time throughout the week. But this week, we thought it'd be fitting to kick it off with one of my poems called Big Love Energy. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, I will read it to you. I don't do this very often, read my own poetry aloud on a microphone, but here goes. Feel the feels, hug a lot, say the things, let it all out, take a deep breath intentionally be take time to be still take time to dance too set your heart on fire set your soul free life is short live big love hard surround yourself with good people all about that big love energy yeah <laughs> so pumped thank you guys for listening can't wait to chat again next week bye I don't want you to see anybody let me Just forever wins